Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. My name's Ian Nancy Gray and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about why I'm unfollowing everyone on Twitter, why you should too, and what the next stage is. I'm excited about this. Let's get on with the show. Let's do it now. Oh, actually, before we get on with it, this is future Ian. I actually recorded this episode back in December 2021, and it's now 2022. And I thought I'd give you a quick update. I did indeed unfollow everyone, and it was even better than I thought it was. I've started following people back and I've had over 2000% increase in engagement. So I think that's pretty good, but it is time to get on with the show now. Let's do it now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello! We're talking about why I am unfollowing everyone on Twitter and why you should too. I'd love to know from you what you think about this, how we can take back control of our social networks, how we can do marketing the right way and not do, as Google used to say in the day, don't do evil. Just a bit of an update from me. Um, I'm going to be sharing lots more content uh, for the rest of this year, but particularly starting in 2022. If you're listening to the podcast, it already is 2022. Welcome to the show. But I'm going to be sharing much more content, looking at other live video tools out there, giving you the, giving you the tools that will help you. So I'm going to be comparing tools like Ecamm Live, StreamYard, Restream, and more. And I can't wait to share with you some of those things. But also, as always, going to be talking about mindset and how you can get more confident in front of the camera and how you can grow your business through live video through podcasts and be more efficient. So that's what we're going to be talking about on this show, in my newsletter, on the podcast, everywhere, on YouTube and stuff. But it's time to get on with what I want to talk about today, which is Twitter. Now, are you on Twitter? Do you like Twitter? What do you think about it? Twitter was launched back in the day on 21st of March 2006. And it used to be my favourite network. I actually joined in November 2006, so really only a few months after it started. And I loved the buzz. I loved the excitement of it. I loved the way you could just post what's on your mind and and you could network really easily. You could just connect with anyone in the world. You didn't have to send a friend request. You didn't have to do anything like that. It was public. It still is public. You could search. And also, the from from a developer's point of view, developers could create apps that could use the data and do some really cool things. So, when I launched my company, Seriously Social, in 2011, and when I say that, when I launched my company, I didn't really launch a company. I just started blogging. So I started blogging in 2011. Uh, I me just for a bit of fun. I had no idea, no no kind of like real drive for it to become like a business or to monetize it. But it did. It did grow. And that's a whole other story. But I thought, okay, my background is in music and I'm tweeting a lot about music and technology. It's time to think about 
creating a separate Twitter account. So I did that. I set up another Twitter account in uh, 2011, IAG.me. It's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. And earlier this year, I've been growing that channel and I had over 50,000 followers, which sounds quite impressive. But the thing is, over time, Twitter changed. It became less open, more restricted. You know, it became much more difficult for developers to create apps and it just didn't innovate. It just became boring and cluttered and negative. A lot of people are saying that. And so, yeah, it's it's become one of those kind of networks, maybe like some of the other networks that you use. So the thing is, tw- social networks are run by private companies. They own And obviously, they own the data, they own the algorithm, they run the algorithm. And so from the outside, it seems like you don't have control. You know, back in the day, Twitter, like a lot of the networks, had just had a reverse chronological feed. So you would see the tweets in real time. As it grew, that became more and more difficult to manage. And so what you see now are tweets that Twitter thinks you want to see. It's the algorithm, the dreaded algorithm. Seems like you don't have the control that you used to do. And yes, there are restrictions. But like all the other networks, you can get back control. And so that is basically what I'm wanting to do and why I think you need to think about that too, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Why I'm unfollowing everyone on Twitter. I don't want to become bitter. Why I'm unfollowing everyone on Twitter. I want to become an engagement transmitter. Clean my home feed. No more automation. Say no to vanity stats. Only retweet by adding my thoughts. I want to engage with real human beings. Twitter. Now, interestingly, back in 2016 and 2017, I was speaking at Social Media Marketing World on Twitter. That was my main thing. I was one of the the speakers there talking about how you can grow your Twitter account. And I think I was very successful in what I was doing. But the problem was after that, after about 2017, I fell out of love with Twitter. I really did. It became a, a, a social network that I wasn't really enjoying. And I have to admit, being totally transparent here, I got into some very bad habits. To be fair to myself, marketing back then was different to what it is now. And I think we need to we, we don't want to beat ourselves up here, but we do need to be really clear that what worked from a marketing point of view four or five years ago does not work now. So I got into some bad habits, despite me preaching that selective and intelligent automation is a good idea. So that's using tools like it could be Agora Pulse or Buffer or IFTTT. There's loads of these tools out there that help you make good use of Twitter. But I, I think I ended up just too much automation and it wasn't intelligent. So I, I didn't practice that. And then the other thing is that I followed everyone back pretty much. So people who followed me, I would follow them. And there's this whole thing back in the day of people following people to get you to follow them and then unfollowing you to increase the number of followers 
you have. And so my Twitter feed became a mess and I never wanted to go to my home feed. You, you see people that are following 100,000, 200,000 people, their Twitter home feed will be a complete mess. No point in using that. And I, there are ways around this, which I will talk about in a minute. But I have to admit, I was following the curse of vanity statistics. You know, 50,000 followers sounds great. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, it's, I mean, actually now I'm about just under 49,000. I've lost about 1,000. You know, it sounds sounds great. And I think it probably did open some doors, but it is a curse. Following those vanity statistics, which are, at the end of the day, don't make you experience particularly good. And also the the curse of the theory that you should follow everyone back who follows you. So I'm done with all of those things. What should we do now? Well, I had an option. Okay, my my home feed completely unusable because there's just so much junk there, so much clutter. So I could use Twitter lists. Well, what, what are Twitter lists? Let's talk about Twitter lists because they are pretty cool. So Twitter lists are a way to segment either people that you follow or just it doesn't have to people that you it doesn't have to be people that you follow, just people Twitter accounts. And so I've got live video tools. So in here I can go to look, I've got 24 members here. So I've got FE, StreamYard, Caster, BeLive, ManyChat, Mevo, Social Live, and all these tweets are from people in that list. So that's a great way to manage your tweets to the people that you follow or don't follow. So yeah, Twitter lists are really for those power users like me, possibly like you, that segment the people that you want to follow. And I'm going to continue to use those. You can follow, I think I think it's like 5,000 people if you really wanted to. I actually wrote a very popular article a few years ago, uh, what are the Twitter limits, it's called, I think. And so you can find this out on my blog. So yes, max number of characters per tweet, 280. That's further. Number of lists. You can only have, I'm afraid, a thousand <laughs> lists. That's a lot. And then, then there are 5,000 people, a maximum of 5,000 people in each list. So you've got loads and loads of room there to uh, to manage manage all of that, definitely. So Twitter lists. But the disadvantage with Twitter lists is that it shows everything. So it will show all of your the, the people that you follow in that list, their retweets, the things that they've tweeted. And I'm not entirely sure about... So one cool thing now you can do in Twitter is you can add muted words. So Twitter has really innovated recently. So I want to say one positive thing. In the last year, Twitter has made some really cool new features. And I think because a lot of people are saying that Twitter is very, very negative, you can add words, to, muted words, so that you don't see those. So if, for example, like me, you don't particularly want to see any tweets about politics or negative stuff like that, you can add some words in there so you don't see them. I'm not convinced that happens in lists. So I think you might still see them there. But the 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 main issue is that it will show everyone's retweets, which I don't really want to see. That's my personal opinion. So that that's the disadvantage. So what I decided to do is press the nuclear destruct button. <laughs> I wish we had more of this kind of stuff with Twitter. 
They're launching Twitter Blue, which is only available in certain countries, which is kind of a... Mm, it's a subscription-based service. There's Twitter for professionals, which doesn't really give much at the moment. I want to see more control, allowing us to just control or filter what we're seeing. I actually even created back in the day uh, an app called Twools, T-W-O-O-L-S, which you can still find at twools.it. And it was uh, a filter for Twitter. I've not updated it for years and years. I think it still works, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. So I decided to press the nuclear destruct button and have decided to unfollow absolutely everybody. Now, at the moment, as I record this in December, I'm currently on, let's have a look where I am at. Uh, so, so I was the other day, just about four or five days ago, I was... Uh, following 12,000 people. I'm now at 3,687. So I've unfollowed a lot. I'm not quite there yet. Because the thing is, you can't unfollow everyone in one go. Twitter doesn't like that. You'll probably get suspended. So we're having to do it slowly over time. Uh, now, why am I doing that? Because I want to take back control of my main feed on Twitter. Is that it? No, it's not. I promise you. I'm not just going to leave it like that. There's no point in following nobody. I could, I know there are some people out there that will just use lists and follow zero. I don't think that gives a good impression. It's not what I want to do. But what I want to do is I want to then go back and manually follow the people that I want to have in my feed. And I'm going to go through and do that. So this is my plan at the moment. What I'm doing is I'm unfollowing everybody to get down to zero, because it just makes it a lot easier to do that. And then I'm going to add back, I'm going to follow the people that I want to follow. Now, as I'm as I'm unfollowing people, what I'm doing is I, I've created a list called must follow back. <laughs> now, I've currently got 253 people in this. I'm just updating this over time. And all the people here are the people that I will be following back. So if you're not in this list, let me know. The other thing that I've done is in my profile, at the top, I've got a pinned tweet that basically says, finally doing some Twitter organizing, pretty much going down to zero and then following people back. If I've unfollowed you, let me know. Can't wait to get my Twitter back. And the cool thing about this is already my engagement has gone through the roof because as well as doing all of this, I'm saying no to pretty much all automation. Once I'm down to zero, I will follow people back slowly. I'm also going to create a Twitter thread where I mention each person that I'm following back because I want to build a relationship with each of those people. I think that's important to do that because if I'm following somebody that I don't know, I want to get to know them. Uh, and so this is a great way of doing it. Now, obviously, there are going to be exceptions. There may be some big brands that I'm going to follow and they're probably not going to mention me back. Who knows? I don't know. But so the next thing is all my tweets will be manual and handcrafted, except for the Twitter live. So this broadcast today, I'm broadcasting to Twitter live. And I will also send out a reminder on my Twitter live, say 15 minutes before. So those will be automations. Now, I could use tools like I, I'm a massive fan of, of Guru Pulse. Uh, there are other tools out there like SmarterQ where I could, uh, I could create them all in advance. But honestly, see, the, the main reason for me doing this is I started to think to myself, 
would I want to follow myself? And the answer was no, because there are so many other Twitter accounts there that just keep on pumping out the same content all the time. There's sharing their articles, they're sharing other articles they've seen out there and not giving any thought or any of their, their, their thoughts to the content that they're sharing. I'm not, I, I'm interested in somebody else's point of view, somebody else's take. I'm interested in their other people's real lives, what they're working on. I'm interested in conversations. And so I wouldn't want to follow myself. So why was I tweeting that stuff out? Well, that's why I'm going to be tweeting far less often, but I'm really going to be creating handcrafted tweets. So I've not unfollowed everyone yet. I'm still in the 3000s, but I have been tweeting out manual tweets and engaging with people. And my engagement has gone up considerably. It has, I wouldn't say it's gone through the roof yet, but that is my plan for things to go through the roof. So let's look at my report. Uh, so this is uh, a report in Agora Pulse that I'm going to explain to you. And it shows that my audience growth really since mid-November has gone down two, down seven, up my mind. In fact, actually, it's basically gone down most of the time. And my audience growth in the last few days has gone, is uh, plummeted down by minus 46. So yesterday I lost 46 followers. So that doesn't sound good, does it? So uh, I'm at 48,980 followers as of yesterday. But the next graph down here shows engagement. So on a, on a daily basis, I am getting, say, five likes. That's a good day. No replies, one retweet, uh, one direct message. In the last few days, I've got 23 likes, 21 replies, three retweets, seven likes on the next day, 14 replies. And yesterday, 17 likes, 19 replies, nine direct messages, three retweets. Now, engagement is not everything, but it's a lot if you're wanting to build a community. So although my number of followers is going down considerably, well, not considerably, it's minus 49, which out of 49,000 is not a great deal. I think that is a big, big improvement. Uh, on this graph here, which I'll explain, it shows uh, the number of followers that I had. So I started at 49,000 at the beginning of December. And it's gone down to 48,980. So, yeah, have I lost? What is that? It's not quite. No, it's about, it's about maybe 150 followers, if that. Um, but if we look at friends growth, so this is the number of people that I follow, uh, you'll be able to see uh, that it has gone down quite considerably. I was at 12,000. I'm now down at well, yeah, as of yesterday, 4,000. So what I'm trying to say here, the important thing is to be real and organic and handcraft your tweets. Yes, I'm still a believer in using selective automation, but really, I think you need to be real with your audience. I think that is absolutely important. All of this takes so much time but it is so worth it. And this is one big reason why you can't be everywhere unless you have a team. If you're like Gary Vaynerchuk and you have a big team, great. But for most of us, this is why you can't 
be present everywhere. So this is what I'm doing on Twitter. I'm going to be doing this on LinkedIn and I'm going to be doing this on Instagram at some point, but I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting down the, I'm, how, how do I explain this? I'm working really hard on Twitter at the moment and I'm going to uh, build the, build the framework first here. And then what I've learned here, because this, I'm just testing this out. This might go really badly. I don't think it will. I think this is a good good way of moving forwards. But I want to do this on other platforms too, Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn in particular as well. So I'd love to know, what do you think about this? Do you think this is a good thing to do? Should I be pressing the nuclear destruct button? What should I do? <laughs> what should I do? What should you do? This is what I think. Now on what I have found on Twitter is that some people have noticed that I've unfollowed them. And uh, so we've had people saying, get me back, uh, take me back. You've unfollowed me. And that is a ne- could be a negative response. Having said that, they have been replying to my tweet that says, I'm explaining what I'm doing. So I'm pretty much going down to zero and then following people back. So let me know. This is one great way of building that engagement because I want to start to build to build those relationships again with my community. So if you are on Twitter, please go and follow me <laughs> and or just engage with me. You don't even need to follow me. Just send me a tweet. I'd love to get to know you. My Twitter handle is IAG.me. That's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. That's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. And uh that's the way I'm going to do it. <laughs> now, how do you go about unfollowing everyone if you have a lot of followers? Well, Twitter don't make it easy. They really don't. Uh, there are some tools out there that allow you to do it from a, but you have to do it in a, in a manual way. Now, Twitter doesn't want any apps that allow mass following or unfollowing. I used to use a tool called Manage Flitter back in the day that effectively was banned by Twitter, um, even though it wasn't really against the terms and conditions because they used real human beings to do the unfollowing and the following. But at the end of the day, that died a death. So it's not particularly easy to do that. There are other apps that allow you to delete certain tweets. There's uh, other tools out there. The The tool that I would highly recommend is called uh, uh, Circle Boom. Circle Boom. So you can actually see who is following you. You can see your friend's growth as well. Um, So you can do search, you can see, uh, there's a smart, no, there we go, circle. So I can see who isn't following me back, for example, uh, and I can see spam followers. I don't know, I don't have any spam followers, which is good. So uh, that is uh, Circle Boom. They do have a very limited free account, uh, but the the pro account is well worth looking at uh, as well. So there we go. I think that is it for this week. And uh, I really appreciate you spending this time with me today. It's a shorter show because really I've shared everything that I want to share about it, about Twitter. But I'd love to know from you what you're thinking of doing with your social media accounts. Do you want to take back control? Well, you could do the same thing on LinkedIn, for example. You don't have to disconnect from everyone on LinkedIn. You could just unfollow them. On Instagram, you could mute people or you could unfollow. I know some people that have done the same thing on Instagram, but it's a case of getting 
back control, connecting with the people who actually want to be in your community and not trying to embrace those vanity statistics. Yes, 50,000 followers, 48,000 followers might seem impressive, but at the end of the day, there are other statistics out there that are far, far more important. But that is it for this week. Thank you so much for watching. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live with you. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Why I'm unfollowing everyone on Twitter I don't want to become bitter Why I'm unfollowing everyone on Twitter I want to become an engagement transmitter Clean my home feed No more automation Say no to vanity stats Only retweet By adding my thoughts I want to engage with real human beings Twitter